ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Ready? Oh boy, how are you, dear? Freezing freaking cold. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it's supposed to dip down to the 30s tonight and the high 20s, but I was like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't bring that up to Bartels. <laughs> You're hilarious. It is 20 degrees is our high today. Oh wow, that sucks. But yeah, actually, we uh, I got to work from home tomorrow because the roads are supposed to ice up and we're not going to be able to, I mean, I guess we could, but we're not going to like try and drive to work mm-hmm. tomorrow. So, uh, but yeah, that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. That's all right. It's okay, because I'm going to New Orleans in a day and a half. Will you be able to fly out? I mean, with the weather and all that shit? You knock on wood right now. Uh, That's me knocking on wood for you, dear. Thank you. Anyway, are you ready to go? I'm ready. All right, hold on. Let me take a sip of my tea. Ooh, that's hot. Okay. I'm jealous. I should make some tea. Yeah, black tea, man. That's where it's at. English breakfast tea. No. Allergic to caffeine. Oh, oh. Do you not realize anything? Do you not remember anything about me? It's fine. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hello, world. Welcome back to the last episode of Flores and Friends Volume 2. Uh, it's the last one of the... Yeah, it's the last one. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's a very special episode. I'm joined by another longtime friend who I love very dearly. I'm joined by... Everybody else calls her Kate Bartels, but I call her Bartels. Hello, Bartels. How are you doing this evening? Hi, Flores. I'm good. Just cold. Yes, as you were saying, you are you live in Boston. Boston. I do. Uh, and uh, it is fucking freezing up there. It is fucking freezing. It is 20 degrees is our high today, and it is terrible. That that does sound awful. I mean, I, I like cold weather, but I don't know if I like that kind of cold weather. How was uh, how was your day today? It was good. I worked a double shift at David's Tea. Okay. Which is a retail tea company that I work for here in Boston. Oh, okay, cool. Well, well, I wish I could say. Well, I hope your day was fine. I guess mine was. Mine started off pretty shitty. I mean, considering last night, we'll get into that. But uh, I had a really rough morning. And uh, you'll you'll appreciate this. I was a gigantic. Um, I was a dick to a coworker on Friday, unintentionally. Uh, it was not meant to be a dick, but needless to say, I was inconsiderate and presumptuous, and I was a dick. And didn't think something would be a big deal. Uh, woke up this morning, was getting ready for work, and then I got some text messages, and it turns out it was a very big deal, and. Uh, it was not fun. It was not a way I like to start my morning with, like, a lot of, like, drama and, and like, <laughs> intensity. But, like, again, I, I got to stress it. It really was my fault. I just was inconsiderate. And uh, something you're very familiar with. You've known me, uh, God, was it, like, fucking ten years now? Is it? Did we meet? When did we meet? A little more than ten years. Somewhere in our senior year. I don't remember if it was, like, fall of our senior year. Yeah, we uh, spring of our senior, somewhere in our junior senior years of high school. Yeah, we uh, I think it was the summer before our, our senior year. We we didn't go to school together, but we had well, we didn't go to high school together, but we did go to college together. But uh, we uh, we we had mutual friends and uh, who I did go to school with. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you went to Noga, right? Yeah. So I went to two schools. I went to Mount Carmel Academy. Mm-hmm. For my academics, and I went to NOCA, which is New Orleans Center for Creative Arts, uh, 
in the evenings. So for all you uh, laymen out there, that's the artsy fartsy school in New Orleans. So yeah, uh, some of us weren't uh, motivated or you know talented enough to get into. So <laughs> some of us prefer preferred sports. Yeah, well, I uh, uh, I always heard good things about Anoka. I felt like it was like oh god, who was it? I can't remember who. God, I can't remember who it was. I can't remember her name. I know who it was, but I can't remember her name. But uh, she was in my grade and. The only thing I'll say about Noka was just like uh, in my senior year, I was part of the uh, video yearbook and uh, I had to interview people in my grade about like things they're excited about, you know, to, to uh, for senior year and shit like that. I think I've told you the story before. And so I was talking to random people like it was me and I, uh, I think I don't know if it was Dalvin, but it was somebody else like we were we were just making the rounds interviewing people in the uh in the the, pa- the courtyard and um of my school and then I, I got to her this girl who shall remain nameless actually i can't remember her name so she will she's literally nameless uh i asked her i was like so what are you excited about for you know senior year and shit like that she's like oh you know and i'm like well you know we get like we get two we get two off periods you know it's we only have like like really only like a few hours of actual school you know some of us get like pretty much half a day off and she goes well and i'm doing an impression of her and this is literally what she sounded like she said well i go to noka so i already get my afternoons off more or less and i'm like oh god you just fed into every negative stereotype of people who go to noka man and i was just like uh, i think we're done here uh thank you for your time and i left i walked on i was like oh my That's god awesome bullshit we didn't get afternoons off like i spent the entire day from 7 50 in the morning till 3 15 in the afternoon at mount carmel working my ass off and then i went to noca from 4 30 to 6 o'clock at night for classes there and then i had rehearsals from 6 to 10 there well like i was <laughs> in school from 7 50 in the morning till 10 o'clock at night working my ass off like that's bullshit that she said oh well, i get my afternoons off well that makes me angry. It might not have been that. It might have been, I think I might have said, like, oh, well, we get to go off campus and shit like that because we had, like, free periods mm. and go off campus. And I think that's what spurred her to say, well, I'm going to go off campus. But, okay. It was, it's, it was funny. Uh, but that was a long time ago. And we've, uh, you know, without going into any all the gory details, but we, you know, we've had our ups and downs, you and I, Bartels. I mean, we've made it this long. I don't see why. Uh, things will change anytime soon. Like you know, we. Uh, I mean, you would have to. I mean, you've done some really stupid shit. You would have to do something so astronomically horrible. Yeah, that's the to thing. To make me unfriend. <laughs> that's you. why I told Bartels that like, story. Like you pissed me off, but still love you. <laughs> so I, uh, I have been an incredible dick throughout my life. A lot of people find that hard to believe. Talk to some people. It's really not hard it. to believe. But I mean, you know. Life's a journey, right? We all we all have our faults, and we all make mistakes. And that's why I told you that story off top about my coworker, because you would appreciate me inadvertently, not necessarily meaning to be a dick, but uh, but you were, but I was a dick, and I mean, you know, tendency to do, which I I do, which is why like when people are like, oh John, you're such a nice guy, I'm like, uh, I could I could find people on standby to tell you how fucking whack I've been in my life. Feel uh, free to give them my number. Yeah. I'm happy to let them know. <laughs> Martels, I wish I could say you were the worst, but uh, there was a there was probably I've tr- yeah I've been a bigger dick to people. Uh, I do not doubt it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so you 
<laughs> enough about us. Uh, so you do live in Boston. Mm-hmm. And you go to school up there, correct? Correct. I'm finishing my third and final year in my master's program for in production management at BU, which is Boston University. Nice. That's really nice. I'm uh, proud of you. I'm glad you, uh, I think when you told me, like, wh- how long have you been in this? Uh, two and a half years. We start our... Yeah, I remember you telling me about sixth this. Sixth and final semester. I remember, I think it was the Christmas or Thanksgiving, we were both in town, and... I think you were telling me, like, oh, yeah, I'm going off to grad school. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Well, you you spent your undergrad in New York, right? No, I spent my undergrad at LSU with you, dumbass. Wait, when did you live in New York? After we graduated. Why would you live, why were you living in New York? It was a job? Yeah. Oh, my bad, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm so attentive, and, you know, I'm so thoughtful, and I have a razor-sharp memory uh, when it comes to these sort of things. Uh, but that one must have just slipped my mind. Uh, you're right. I, we That's did... sarcasm for all who don't know John yeah, Flores. Yeah, we. Uh, I, I I know I knew that. I knew you went to grad. I knew we went to undergrad together. We we hung out several times, and I'm like, why did I? Th- I don't know. But you did live in New York for a little while, correct? Yes, I did. And you you tipped me on something I never ever ever thought about uh, living in New York because like a lot of people romanticize living in New York, and people like. Who have never lived there like oh wouldn't it be awesome wouldn't it be awesome but you told me something that really like shifted my perspective uh on ever living in new york you told me i i think i asked you once i was like oh what's it like i mean what's the worst part of it and you were like well i really like having a car and i'm like oh oh shit i guess you're right i'm like i don't know if i could ever live without a car but you don't really have an option when you're up there huh yeah, in New York, New York, so Boston's a little bit better. Boston's really good about being half public transportation, half driving yeah. driving car around. But New York, you, there, it's, it's impossible to have a car up there. Yeah. Like, absolutely impossible. What uh, what part of the, were you in Manhattan or Brooklyn? Uh, so I lived in Queens oh. for a few months. Nice. Uh, but I lived in Manhattan and Washington Heights for the last of that's, it uh, for like the last year that's that's upper manhattan like it's really upper manhattan right yeah that's okay. like almost to the tip top yeah it's past harlem and all that stuff yep. uh yeah so what i guess if you had to compare and one of the questions of the question at the end are uh what do you like most about your town and what do you don't like but we'll get to that later uh but what you said about the public transportation what are there some stark differences i suppose between new york and boston the the people really yeah so new york is not a very like welcoming town like new yorkers are fine with other new yorkers they hate tourists though so like if you are new to new york it's gonna take you a long ass time before you make friends yeah and like have a community there like i only started to have a community after i left oh wow (laughs) like that's how hard it is but boston people are just so friendly like it reminds me a lot about new orleans like boston is a really great in between new york and new orleans it's got the, like the high city life of new york but it's got the hometown feel of yeah. everyone being friendly and helping you out and looking out for each other of yeah. new orleans yeah uh in, in my limited experience in both cities uh i spent i think i spent a week in new york on a, with a fa- on a family trip and then i spent like a week later in boston uh, a week before the Boston bombing, by the way, fun fact. 
which is which still freaks me out to this day. Anyway, I did notice. I was like, I felt very my first time really spending time in New York. I felt very claustrophobic. Like I'd never. I'm not. I'm not a claust. I don't have claustrophobia, but I felt what I imagine claustrophobia feels like in New York because I wasn't used to tall buildings like blocking out the sun. Right? No, that's another huge difference between Boston and New York. There's a lot more trees in Boston. Yeah. Like, I can see the sun. There's a lot more open spaces. Like, with the exception of Central Park in New York, that's it. That's, like, the only green trees, open space. You can see the sky place. Yeah, and, uh, but, yeah, I really dig Boston because, I, I, first off, I really dig colonial architecture, fun fact. Uh, and then it was, it felt like I could breathe there and felt like it well obviously it's a smaller city but it i just i love boston I've, I, I've been trying i've been dying to go back i just you know uh this and that come first and i'm like oh shit I, every time i feel like i'm like oh yeah i gotta start planning that boston trip something comes up usually involving my car like seriously i'm like every time i get any kind of money to my name my car's like so i see you got some spare change lying around i'm like fuck but yeah man so you so you you're in grad school for theater production, correct? Yes, production management. Production management. See, I did remember that. I have a I have a burning question for you when it comes to theater. All right. Okay. Is it theater R E or theater E R? <laughs> I've been dying okay. to know this. So the English UK version is R E. The American one is E R. However, I use. RE for like the institution of theater. Okay. And I use theater ER for the theater buildings. Okay. See That's how I use them. <laughs> See, but I, I might be the only person that does. I use I almost exclusively use RE cuz that for whatever reason that just looks right to me. Like I know the American version is ER, right? But yes. I don't know the RE just looks it looks right to me like i when i when i tell people like if someone texts me like oh hey man where you at oh i'm on my way to the movie theater with an re i've gotten like like what kind of theater i'm like a, a regular movie theater and they're like oh I, you used re i thought you were going somewhere fancy i'm like no it's just theater that's how i spell theater i'm like i don't know it just looks right to me man i don't i don't fucking know yeah so like, i i take it to where your other friends took it like re i use for like theater as an institution and yeah. like theater if i'm going to like a movie theater or the theater building i use er yeah so uh so what got you i mean you could have done anything with your life you're a brilliant smart uh young woman what what drew you to theater if i may ask uh so the long version of the short okay there's like several things that brought me to theater there's when I was about four, yeah. my mom and my grandmother started taking me to the Sanger for, like, the Broadway Across America shows that would come to town. Yeah. At the Sanger Theater in New Orleans. And so I just remember going to the theater with them as a little girl, and I loved it. Like, I loved all the people singing and dancing and the costumes and the lights and props and, like, the stories that they tell on stage. And I just absolutely wanted to be a part of that since I was little. And then I get to yeah, high good. school. Yeah. And... I auditioned. I'm not a very good singer. Like, I'm not very coordinated dancing either. I kind of, like, I did okay in the singing audition part, and then I, like, completely failed the dancing part. Yeah, like, that's I'm what I was going to ask. I was going to ask, you're, you're, behind the, you're behind the scenes. I was wondering, did you ever try to be in front, like, on stage? Yeah, so, like, my freshman year, I auditioned, and I didn't get it. And they're like, we need someone 
to like work on the lights and run the light board with the someone the person who's graduating because we need someone to like come here the years after and i was like yeah sure all about i like i didn't really know much about backstage then and then i just absolutely fell in love with it helped build this uh anyone who knows bianca del rio bianca del rio uh is actually uh their other persona is roy haylock and roy haylock used to actually work with Jorinda Junius at Mount Carmel Academy, and he's actually the person who, he hasn't, he didn't really teach me how to build sets, because Roy does not know how to build sets, I mean, he might, but, like, he didn't really teach me, he just, like, handed me, he sent me to go get him a smoothie, and then when I got back with the smoothie, I was just standing around, and he was like, are you waiting for something new? He was like, yeah, so he handed me a drill and says, here, go, go build something, and so that's how I found, like, technical work and started building things look i don't want to sound like i'm from the 1950s here but are you particularly like handy like are you a craftsman do you do do you do do you do d do dyi dyi do yourself stuff yeah that's the one i don't fucking i had a brain fart there yeah yeah i've built bookshelves i've built desks and things i've built flats and parts of scenery i've also so Um, and then I'm an electrician, so I started out hanging lights and programming lights and designing lights, and then I went to I auditioned and went to NOCA, and I started learning stage management, and then I started learning more, and then in after college, I started learning about like the administrative side of theater, yeah. and so I've kind of done like everything, which is really great. So if I if I may ask. Uh... What's the dream? Like, where where would you, like, like, where's the dream to end up? Like, I don't I don't really know much about, I'll be honest, I don't know much about this world. Like, uh, I'm, I'm more of a movie business kind of guy rather than a, you know, traditional theater business person. So, what's your dream? Like, where, where would you wish, like, pie in the sky? Or maybe not pie in the sky. Maybe it is a realistic goal, but, like, where, where? So, my dreams fluctuate day to day depending on how frustrated I am. With- sure, all right. The business I am because it, it's hard when you're passionate about what you do it it's hard when it also has to be your job yeah um and so I thought about it a lot and I would really like to be a touring manager okay and like go on tours even if they're just bus and truck tours throughout the country or ones that go international and overseas uh, I think it would be really awesome to do touring because then I could go to all different cities and meet different people and different uh, even different union people because everyone's different no matter where you go and like getting to know those locals and creating those relationships it's actually like a sight to see like having that show be dead on perfect either if it's in New York or if it's in Columbus, Ohio or like New Orleans, Louisiana like it's you're gonna give the same great show no matter where you are yeah I mean that's dope I mean I, I gotta hand it to you man like you're you're doing it like you you had a dream and you have a goal and you're like going towards it. I mean, not all of us, especially myself, uh, not necessarily. Not all of us know what we're supposed to do with our lives and like are still trying to figure that shit out. So you know, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, yeah, man, that's that's dope, Bartels. I don't think I've, I'm sure we've talked about that, but I don't think we've ever like I don't think I've ever really gotten that deep with it, man. Like, it's good. It's it's very. Uh, it's very admirable and heartwarming. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, so you really like Boston, you really like New York, but you are from New Orleans, and born uh, and raised. 
do you ever want to move back? Are you like dead? Are you like, eh, I'm indifferent. I can move. I can live anywhere. Are you, or is that where you want to go back? I see. I'm torn. Every so my sister just had twins, brand new newborn twins on December 26th. Oh, Mazel tov. And it's like things like that that it's like yeah. I want to go home so badly and be with them and like be close to my family. Yeah, I feel you, man. Um, but like I, I adore Boston. Boston is amazing. If I was to make a home somewhere else that's not New Orleans, it would be here in Boston. Yeah. Like have this be ground zero for me and be able to travel everywhere and like still be able to go home sometimes. Um, so Boston's really great. My dad also lives part of the year in Oregon and my mom goes up there with him sometimes. So Oregon was, is so beautiful. It's the high desert and in the mountains and it's just absolutely gorgeous out there. Mm. And I could picture myself living out there, but I really gotta, I have to go where the jobs are. Like I have to go with someone who's going to employ me and pay me money so I can live and support myself. I feel you, man. I feel you. Uh, but New Orleans is always home, and it's always, like, in the back of my mind that one day I'll be able to go back there. Yeah, I totally feel you. Like, my brother, I mean, they're probably going to have a kid either this year or, like, the next year. I don't know when. Uh, it's not something we actively talk about, but uh, I was thinking about that, like, and I also have a goddaughter. Like, I don't know if I told you that, but my good friend's been yeah. in Morgan. Yeah, they have a little Emmy. Megan Alonzo, right? I want Ben Casson. Yeah. That oh, goddaughter. God. You're, you're fucking stalking me these days Bartels oh my god I gotta be careful now no I actually remember when people tell me things Flores <laughs> unlike some people in this conversation uh ladies and gentlemen you've just uh, witnessed another example of uh why the hell does Bartels put up with me um <laughs> anyway but yeah I have a little goddaughter and I I'm, I'm probably gonna have a, a niece or nephew coming up relatively soon and I, that is a question that I've like debated like it's seven seven and a half hours from um here to new orleans well they live in baton rouge but it would be so it'd be like six and a half seven hours are you in austin or houston i'm in in austin oh yeah oh yeah miss i remember everything okay oh my god every city in texas is the same no just kidding i actually like austin (laughs) (laughs) yes i live in austin texas uh i i'm gonna be signing my lease uh, the apartment I'm in right now again next month, so I'm probably gonna be at least another year here. Uh, but yeah, I've thought about that, man. Like, there's like people are like <laughs> when I when I did leave, I don't know what it was like for you, Bartels, but I was like, look, I'm not trying to get away from y'all. I love y'all. If I could take y'all with me, I totally would, man. But I I just can't. Well, you don't share this sentiment, but I just can't live in Louisiana for a while. I need to get out. I need to like experience like other things. Like I don't. And well, that's what prompted my going to grad school. It's like because I needed to get the hell out of New Orleans. I was just like staying stagnant and like yeah. not doing anything with my life. And I'm like, I love you people, but you're gonna run me into the ground. I don't yeah. want to get complacent doing this. Like I want more. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with living in one place your entire life. I, hell, I I I envy it. Like I really do. Like I really wish I could be like, you know what? This place is exactly where I want to spend the rest of my life. And I'm like, I just. Like, we both love New Orleans, but there are some glaring, um, some glaring issues that uh, are still unresolved, and I doubt will ever be resolved. Um, but I get it; I totally get why someone would want to spend the rest of their lives there. But mm-hmm. it's it's great. Um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna be in Austin at least another year. So, which is fun. It's a great town, man. You've been here a few times. I've been to Houston and San Antonio. Uh, I don't think I've. I, 
I can't remember if I've been if I have I was very very little I need to go to Austin again well I'll tell you maybe for Austin City Limits yeah well I don't actually prefer ACL 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 is like Jazz Fest and it's like one you're in one park and you have to like pay an egregious amount of money to get in and it's like Mm. yeah that's nice and all but I prefer South By which is coming up in March which is like there's two weekends obviously and then the second weekend is the big like it's more music uh comedy and music and so there's a bunch of stuff there's a bunch of free stuff you can go to that is awesome and like very underground bands and indie artists and if you want to go to those like glamorous like exclusive vip shit you can and fork out the money but south by is like a giant block party man like those that weekend that second weekend is probably one of my favorite weekends it's become my mardi gras in austin like it's like it's a good time and i'm um, I've had friends from Franklin and friends from New Orleans come up. Like I have one of my buddies, uh, Anthony, AKA, AKA Cuh, is coming up uh, this March to come hang out because I told him he needs to get his ass up here. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, it's a cool town. But are we part of being from New Orleans? Most people from New Orleans uh, suffer from the fl- the same uh, ailment of being a Saints fan. And ladies and gentlemen, it is probably it's probably a little over 24 hours since uh, we lost the game last night. Uh, this will be going out Wednesday, the 17th. So it'll be a few days. The day before my birthday. Well, I was I was I was making my way towards that Bartels, but we'll okay. we'll we're a little tease. So yeah, about that game. Uh, oh. I'll say this, man. I was very upset about it. There was a good 30 minutes where I was just, like, everything was turned off in my apartment. I was just standing, I was just, like, sitting on my couch just staring off, just trying to not think about what happened and, like, trying to, like, calm down. Uh, but, you know, eventually I did calm down because as mu- as mad as I am about the rookie safety Marcus Williams blowing that tackle, I mean, I felt bad for the kid. Like, oh, have you seen the memes of, did he blow it on purpose? And I was no. like, y'all need to shut up before I end you. Yeah, he, uh, he's a 21-year-old kid. He was he, he had an interception that game. He's been playing pretty solid for a rookie for us all season. And He's 21? Yeah, he's 21. And you, Don't I mean, you have to finish college in order to be in the NFL? No, you have to only do three years. And if you oh, like, that's bullshit. Well, you know, that's the NFL. But I felt bad for the kid because... I'm sure I'm he made that mistake and I'm sure if you gave him 100 tries at that at that tackle he'd probably get it right 95 99% of the times but he just that one mistake man and he he he, he blew it but I mean he's a 21 year old kid man like I I feel bad for the kid like that's what that's what made me stop like focusing on my <laughs> inner turmoil like I was like you know what? It's just a game. We were there was there was no guarantee we were getting to the Super Bowl. We still had to go through Philly. I mean, I, it's all right, man. It'll we'll live we'll live to see another day. The the sun will rise. You know what I'm saying? You also can't blame that whole game on just that one play. Like the whole first half was miserable. Yeah, we. I mean, it was pretty impressive that we found a way to come back. And if I was a Minnesota Vikings fan, I'd be happy that we won. But I would be shitting kittens right now thinking about. How the hell did we blow a 17-point lead? Like, we, like, they barely, they scraped by and they barely won that game. Like, I don't know about a Super Bowl team, like, a championship team, like, you can't blow a 17-point lead, man. They had yeah. us. They had us, dude. 
No, and they're calling that last play. I think there was a couple of commentators calling that last play the Minnesota Miracle. Yeah. And I was like, no, that was the Saints fucking screw up. Yeah. That had nothing to do with your players playing well. It had everything to do with our players screwing the fuck up. Well, Case Keenum did. That was a nice pass, and that was a nice catch. But, again, you don't, like, if homeboy Marcus Williams would have made that tackle, clock would have ran out. It wasn't. It was a risky play on Minnesota's part, so I guess that is a miracle that they actually pulled it off. But yeah, the Saints blew that game, man. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you, I, we're, we're clearly biased, uh, but clearly, clearly. But so you, I mean, you're a lifelonger, like my, well, more or less lifelonger than myself. But you, uh, your family actually has, still has season tickets, or what? We still do. Oh yeah. Still have season tickets, thirty yard, first row of the terrace, thirty yard line behind the Saints. Nice. I think we'll have them until my father gets absolutely fed up with them, which is coming soon. Uh, you know. But I think me and my brother and sister would throw a riot if we ever lost those tickets. Like it, that that is family yeah. inheritance right there. Like that is not allowed to go away. Yeah. Although I, uh, my brother's getting fed up with the Saints now too, so it's going to be up to me and my sister. Neither one of us can afford it. No, so it's gonna be hard for us to keep these tickets. I don't know if you could get, see the abuse this team has uh, bestowed on its fan base. Like, I mean, even in our lifetimes, it's like, yeah, but I mean, we've been through so much together. This sunk cost fallacy of like we've been through so much together. How could we ever? I I could never give up on the Saints, man. It would take, God, I don't know what it would take, like. It would, it would have, for me, well, like, for me, it's not just a sports scene. Like, yes, it's a game. Yes, yeah. we'll get over it. Eventually. Like, Sooner rather than later. It's going to happen, because it took an act of God for this city to rally behind something to get ourselves back off the swamp from Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. And the team did that for us. Yeah, definitely. Because it, like... Everyone thinks, like, oh, we went immediately to the Super Bowl. It's like, no, it took us a couple of years. Took us, uh, But, like, each year, years, the, yeah. team, the team just built us, built us up more and more and more. Yeah. And brought us together as a city. Because, like, our city's pretty divided. Depending on where you live, whether you're in the Lower Ninth Ward or uptown in the Garden District, like, we're very divided. We're or the West so Bank. diverse. But, like, that team or the, brings or us the West Bank Or the West Bank. You know, shout, out or, to the, shout out to the West Bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we don't... I forget the West Bank exists. I'm, my bad. I live. I, my my parents' home is in Orleans Parish. I am a New Orleanian, ma'am. No, no, no. That is Jefferson Parish. You no, are or Algiers is Orleans Parish. We are the fifteenth ward, ma'am. We count. <laughs> That's cute. Y'all think you count? Oh, hush up. I'm kidding. I love the West Bank. The best bank. Well, not really love the West Bank, but you know, <laughs> I tolerate the West Bank. Try being from there. <laughs> you were saying about the the team meaning a lot to the city, <laughs> right? So it's it's more than just a football team for us. Like yeah. it, it's more emotional than that. And I was trying to explain this to a friend of mine last night. They're from the Boston area, and so they're Patriots fans. Like they they talk about like, oh, we're winners and we're the best, and like that's all they can talk about. Like of course, it's not really the team. The team's not really a symbol for the area. Yeah. Like, for the city. Like, 
but the Saints is. Like, to us, it's more personal than just a football game. Yeah, and also, like, Bostonians have the Bruins, the Red Sox, the fucking, the Pats. I'm missing somewhere. The oh, the Celtics. Yeah, it's like, dog, y'all have, y'all are tripping over teams. Multi- who, teams that have won multiple championships in their respective sports. The Saints, I mean, the Pelicans, I'll always root for the Pelicans. I'll always root for any New Orleans team, but like, Really, all we have is the Saints in LSU. But, right. you know, that's, I mean, the city only LSU's really has... LSU's not doing so well these days either. Yeah, they lost Notre Dame. Go Irish. Anyway. Uh... Yeah, you man divided over there. I am. I am evenly divided. I love both teams. Anyway, so, but yeah, it, are, are there a lot of... You mentioned this. Are You you go to a Saints bar. Are there a lot of Saints fans in Boston? So there's, there's a ton of us there. Yeah. Which is absolutely crazy. There's a huge LSU alumni base here as well. Yeah. Um, But, like, so, really, during the season, we maybe get the same 15, I'm being generous, 15 people each game. Yeah. Uh, 10 to 15 people each game. It's, like, a good core of us that are usually there. And, like, recently, towards the end of the season, we started adding a couple more people who, like, actually came to the last couple of games. That's what's up. But this last playoff game, we had about 50 people there. And, like, I walk in, and I walk in uh, about 10 minutes late because I was helping a friend of mine with their thesis. And I'm like, who are all these people? What are they doing? Why can't I get a seat at my bar? Like, what's happening right now? Yeah. Well, I mean. And they're like, shut up. Saints fans have shut up. And I was like, they're a little late, don't you think? Yeah, I know, right? There's a, uh... There's... And, like, we're so welcoming, and, like, we don't even, like, say that. It's like, no, 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 you come to the party, it's fine, like. Yeah. Who cares if you come to the end of the season? Like, we don't care about, like, bandwagon fans or anything like that. Like, we're going to be welcoming oh. to you. We're going to love you no matter what. And but you, me, uh, and I'm just like, but but who are these people? <laughs> I'm actually... Where I'm, have they been? I'm actually an evangelical when it comes to the Saints. I'm like, oh, you don't have a, a sports team to root for? You don't have a football team to root for? Well, have a seat. Let me explain to you why you should become a Saints fan and stuff like that. Because I'm like, we have a very strong national fan base, but we don't have, like one of the strongest like we're not nationally prominent so i'm always recruiting people to be like don't worry you don't have to be bandwagon spandwagon come on join the party man we know how to celebrate around here come on man exactly that's that's what i'm usually like i was like oh you root for these people well they're not in the playoffs so you should come root for the saints yeah root for the saints man i mean lovable losers who can root against us anyway uh it's actually a requirement for any guy that i like would potentially (laughs) date it's like no, no no you have to cheer for the saints you understand. I think I think I could be. <laughs> this is a requirement. I think I could be with anybody as long as they didn't root for the Falcons. That's the only thing I think. I, I'm like I can't. I can't put up with that, man. That's yeah. That's a that's a deal breaker right there, homie. Uh, but yeah. I don't know, Giants fans too. I lived in New York. Giants fans are not always nice people. Yeah, well, I mean, New Yorkers aren't. There's always like one nice or two people. out there. <laughs> like, I went to a Giants game and I went to a Falcons game, and those. Those are the two games that I have been the most horribly treated out there anywhere. And we do not treat people this way in New Orleans. Like, you come see a Saints game and you're cheering for the opposing team. Yeah, we're going to be loud. Yeah, we're going to, like, tease you a little bit. But at the end of the day, we're going to be like, oh, come to my tailgate. Have some food. Bring some food to your family. Oh, you got friends with you, too? Come on by. Yeah, I mean, we're going to go be at the bar downtown, so we'll see you later, right? Uh, Right, exactly. But, uh... Yeah, you're more likely to get jumped at like an LSU game than a Saints game, but you know that's that's what it is. Uh, but yeah, there's a there's a there's a uh, Louisiana bar here in Austin called Shoal Creek, and it actually has like a giant. Uh, anyone can Google Shoal Creek Saloon 
It's uh, it's on Lamar. It's between 10th and 9th. Highly recommend it. It has good, good fried uh, boudin balls. Fucking delicious. I get them every time I go there. But it has a giant Saints helmet. Like a giant, like they cut off what I think was like old VW bug and they kind of cut it up and shaped it into like a helmet. It's a giant Saints helmet on top of the roof. And it's pretty, it's pretty happening place. See, you said, you go, you're used to going to the games uh, at the dome. You're used to watching it around people. I absolutely yeah. hate watching the Saints games. I hate watching Saints games with other people because I'm so locked in and focused. I don't want anyone else talking. Hell, I don't want anyone breathing. Like, I just want to, like, be able to watch the game undisturbed and not have, like, people not, – not that people are idiots, but, like, I don't want an idiot talking or, like, giving useless commentary or, like, they're – Sim like their faux educate like faux expert opinions and I'm like dude sh- just just please sh- shut up I'm just watching the game man leave me alone so I usually watch Saints games I usually go get Popeyes for lunch and then I watch the Saints game and I just am locked in I'm just like lasered in I'm like oh, Mr. Block there's a hold right there yep there you go and I'm just yeah see you're close enough where you can do that like you yeah, can watch yeah, them yeah. at home. There's no way I can watch them here in Boston well, unless I go to a bar that's going to carry the NFL network. Well, well, I'll say this. Like, they're not showing those games. I don't want to implicate myself in anything like that, so I'll plead the fifth. But I've been told that uh, you can find almost anything on the internet. And there are ways to find, I've been told, uh, <laughs> certain streams of certain games of certain teams from New Orleans. Uh, whether that's legal or not, I'm not an illegal, I'm not a lawyer. Uh, I've only been told this. Uh, I don't know much about it. Uh, anyway, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Moving on. Moving on. But yeah, it is nice to have a national game. Oh, they're the best. I'm like, fucking A, I get to watch it. Like, like I get to actually watch it and like, oh, it's the national games. Dog. One of my best friends, Justin, lives in uh, Virginia, and we text each other like, oh, it's a national game. Oh, my God. People are going to be watching it. We can talk about it. And I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. But anyway, <laughs> uh, it was a good season. I was happy with the season, and I'm only – I'm cautiously – that was my theme for this season was cautiously optimistic, and I am cautiously optimistic about next season as well. Hopefully, you know, if Drew signs and we get some more pieces, like a better tight end or like, you know – our rookies develop, and I hope Alvin Kamara wins. He's got to win Rookie of the Year, man. Like, I don't even know how it's close, but... No, I think Lattimore needs to get Defensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, We'll see. I don't know. Uh, defensive, mm, yeah. Come on. No one's had bigger plays than Lattimore this season. Well, here's my problem with Lattimore, if we can... A little sidebar. The dude gets some stupid penalties. I'm like... Ugh. Dog, why are you holding him? You didn't need to hold him. And, like, it's just – I like him. I'm really happy he's on my team, on our team, sorry. Uh, but he dri- he can drive me crazy with some of the stupid things that he does. I'm like, I don't know. It would be awesome to have both rookies, like, of the year on our team. But at the same time, I'm like, Lattimore, uh, it's a bit iffy, but Kamara deserves offensive rookie of the year. But that's, you know, that's just me. But – uh. But I am looking forward to next season. I think we can do it next year. I have expectations next year now. I had no expectations for this season. So I, so this is, so like not everyone remembers, everyone just remembers our Super Bowl year. Not everybody remembers the lead up to the Super Bowl year. Yeah. So the last four, three or four years before the Super Bowl year, yeah. we had, you know, so they've probably talked to you about it, but each year we get like around closer. So I think, yeah. I think we're just in our lead up years right now. Like we made it to the second round this time. 
we're gonna make it to the third round next year season. Hopefully, I mean, and maybe all four. Like you never know. Like that's that's where we're going to right now. Yeah. Well, wrapping up, all I can say is go Jaguars. <laughs> I'm rooting for the Jags because I think that would be hilarious if they went to the Super Bowl. Moving on to our. I thought the Jags lost last week, didn't they? No, lose? They... Isn't it like the Eagles and the Vikes? And... No, it's Eagles and Vikes and Pats and Jets. Pats and oh, Jags. Jags beat the Steelers. Jags beat the Steelers. That's right. Jags beat the Steelers. Because, see, it's the freaking commentators. It's all their damn fault because they were all predicting a Steelers and Saints Super Bowl. And now <laughs> neither one of those teams are going to the Super Bowl. And I'm pissed. Uh, well. I'm more so pissed off about us than the Steelers. But, like, you know, I'm biased. So who cares? <laughs> anyway, moving on to our final main topic. Uh, you teased it a little earlier. Um... We actually have something pretty relatively com- in common. Some our birthdays are back to back. Like you're literally born yep. like I think 24 hours ahead of me. You're born on the 18th, and I'm born on the next day. Uh, yeah, 7:23 in the morning on January 18th, 1990. Oh, okay, I just dated myself. Thanks, guys. <laughs> well, you uh, you're actually more than 24 hours older than me. I was born in 2:12 the following day, 2:12 in the afternoon. So uh-huh. yeah, uh, but yeah, so. We're turning 28, man. Like, that's, like, staring down 30. Which, I mean, it's not even that big. 30's not a big deal. It's not nearly a big deal anymore, but, you know. As someone who's looked like she is 12 her entire life and still gets hassled from bouncers at the door. By the way, this is the Saints bar that I go to every single week. And I'm like, you look at my ID every week. You're really going to give me a hard time right now? (laughs) Like, so much to the point where my ID is cracked. Like, I'm not even sure I can get on a plane with his ID on Wednesday, come to think of it. Like, my ID is about to break in half because these bouncers have been, like, bending it back and forth. And, like, they're Louisiana driver's license. They are the cheapest made driver's license. They're freaking his in this country. Let's be honest. Because Louisiana doesn't pay for shit. But turning 28, you, uh, you're excited. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. Like, I am so happy to be older because, like, it just feels like every... So, I'm the youngest in my family. Yeah. As are you. Yep. And, like, we still get treated like the baby. Like, well, I am now going to be 28 years old, people. I'm going to, like, get with the program here. Well, I will say I'll give my mother and my brother credit that, like... I'll get... Well, my, my entire family, I suppose. Because uh, apparently I shit on them too much. But anyway... Uh, I never felt like I was I mean I never felt like the baby I did feel like the younger one like the oh here's the older brother and here's the younger brother but I never felt like the baby but I am I am excited because I you know it's really funny like people tell there's that cliche that like college are like the four best years of your life or like you know stay young forever getting old sucks I'm I'm gonna be honest with you man like every year I mean the stakes get higher and the problems seem to get larger, but I'm telling you, man, like every year I get older, it gets better. Like I'm like, I don't know where this myth, this like, this like societal like message that like, oh, getting old sucks. I'm like, it can. I mean, if you don't take care of yourself and you like are stupid, yeah, it can suck a lot. But like, like I started this pod with like, I was a dick. I was a dick to my coworker. And you know what? Once I realized, hey, John, you're kind of being a dick. I was like, okay yeah i was being a dick it's all right you can i I made a mistake and as long as i don't make that same mistake again and like try and get better i mean that's what growing up is and i'm like it it's not that bad it's pretty awesome when you think about it i mean 
I've, I've, life only has gotten better the older I've gotten. Like, I don't know why people are, like, dreading getting old and shit like that, so. I, I, I agree. I, like, I left the country for the first time towards the end of last year. Like, yeah. my years are only getting better. Um, with, like, the more responsibility I get, the more I take care of myself, the more I plan for my life and take control of my life. Yeah. I feel like when we were younger, I had no control over my life. Like, I didn't get to make any of the decisions. I didn't get to decide what I was doing, where I was going how I was getting there, like, I was beholden to my parents. And don't get me wrong, my parents are amazing people, and your mother is a saint, by the way. She should get more credit for, you know, dealing with you I and your I have said for years that I received all my redeeming qualities from my mother, so. Yes. Yes. Don't let John fool you. Miss Kathy is a saint. Yes, yeah, she saint. is. She's one, of the, she's one of the best, in my opinion, but I'm, like I said, I'm biased. But also, but, like, my parents, and, like, my parents, like, they didn't really, like, restrict me from doing anything, but, like, I, there were extenuating circumstances where I, like, couldn't really do much. Yeah. I felt like, but now as I'm growing older, and I, like, live and pay for my own apartment, and, like, my own transportation, and all my bills, and everything like that, like, I feel more in control of my life. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, we all, I, I, I'm not killing it like some people in my age group are currently but you know i'm not i'm not like or i'm not desperate i'm not like homeless i'm actually living a day-to-day life it's it's just yeah it, you, i do feel in control and i'm like you know what that ain't me man like i'm not the type that like everyone's like oh john you're boring you don't go out you don't do a lot i'm like i, I do what i want man it's that's the best part of it like you don't have to answer really to anybody i mean as long as you're not hurting anybody or yourself you're like Nobody, nobody cares. Like, just do what you want, man. It's your fucking life. Go, go. If you want to stay in on a Friday night and not do anything and like fucking watch YouTube videos or like Netflix all night, fucking go right ahead, man. Nobody fucking cares. Like, I don't know. They just like it's it's liber it's scary, but it's also liberating and uh, it's pretty dope, man. I gotta I gotta. If any kids are listening, first off, uh, don't uh, come back in a few years when you're like of age, like eighteen at least, seventeen maybe. I don't know, but. Uh, it's, Second it's, of all, we apologize for the cursing. I'd never apologize for my cursing. Uh, but uh, it's it, – it really is – I feel like people are like, oh, I'm getting older. Oh, I'm so old. I'm like, yeah, I mean physically getting older sucks. Like you're like – like things don't move as smoothly as they once did. But like that's, that's everybody, bro. Like you, you can just – there's just so much fun to be had as an adult. Like I'm like – I'm with you, man. Like, I felt like as a kid, I'm like, I hated having to ask for things, and I hated having to be like, well, I gotta ask. I, I, I just like being autonomous. I like being able to, like, you know what? I feel like going to see a movie at, like, fucking 9 o'clock at night on a fucking Tuesday. It's like, so? Nobody cares. Like, as long as I'm showing up to work the next day, good on you. It's like, it's just, I, I just like it. I really love getting older. For the most part. Yeah. So. I think my- yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. My mother kind of hates me getting older. Yeah. Because, like, it, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Like, I'm apparently the worst person to get a present for because, like, if there's something I want, I don't get it for myself. Exactly. Like, I, I'm, I don't really, like, have, like, no one's really, because our birthday falls in, like, a very weird time slot. Right after Christmas, bef- yeah. Right after Christmas, so everyone's, like, tired and exhausted, but it's, like, right before, like, school and everything always started back up again because yeah. we were so we were kind of like in that lull before like all of our friends came back 
Yeah. So we, like, never really celebrated our birthdays. So, like, I'm not used to, like, being given stuff by other people. So it's just like, mm. no, I, I pretty much have everything. I'm like, I could use some money to pay some bills. And my mom's like, you're very boring. I was like, I know. Well, I will say I'm not, I'm not too hung up on that. Like, I don't, I actively don't. Aside from, like, obviously my mother calls me, and, you know, I'll get some text messages from some good friends, and I'll get some shout-outs online or something like that, but honestly, I, I don't care. Like, I'm like, I, it's not, it's just another day, man, don't sweat it, I don't, it's no big deal, like, I'll, I'll go home, maybe have a drink, stop at a bar, have a drink, and then I'm like, that was fun, back to work tomorrow, so. Oh, no, see, I'm the completely opposite, I love birthdays, like, <sighs> I've never really, like, ever celebrated mine, but that's because I think everybody else should make a big deal about your, about your birthday oh, so. uh, because it's like I am super glad you're alive like I'm super glad you're in my life and like you have made it another year like I am so glad that you were born these umpteen years ago yeah and so like I love making a big deal about everybody's birthday like I love birthdays I think it's a great celebratory thing like I know a lot of people have like oh well you like yay you were born that's great and it's like you really didn't like I know people who like they don't celebrate birthdays they celebrate like accomplishments and I was like yeah, we celebrate accomplishments too, but, like, I'm just so glad that you were born. Like, and so I make it a point to, like, if you're a really close friend of mine, I will call you every year on your birthday or text you. But, like, yeah, and I yeah, will Facebook definitely. you too if, like, I'm on Facebook and I see it. But, like, I will make a deal to, like, call you and text you and make it, like, a big deal because, like, because I love you. Because I'm so glad that you were born this day. Well, I just, I just feel like it's something I, I, I never really really liked it first off i hate being the center of attention like i i can't stand like people paying attention to me uh but you know i i, I hear where you're coming from it is nice to celebrate other people's birthdays and stuff like that like like i love telling people hey man happy birthday i'm glad you're as my stepdad says all the time uh birthdays are it beats the alternative man like it's better to be alive than it is to be dead you know what i'm saying so it's like it's like I'm very glad I'm celebrating your birthday and not your funeral. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, birthdays are awesome, but I I never, look, I don't mind people saying something or congratulating me like you said. Like, that's fine. I don't mind that at all. Like, it's like, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it, man. And I'll tell you happy birthday on your birthday. But honestly, people who make it an ordeal or make it a celebration, like a a very uh, explicit, you know, loud celebration, I'm like, "Ah, that's Mm -hmm. that's just unnecessary. That's just. Yeah. Buy me a drink, man. Let's have a drink and then let's pretend like it's a regular old day. It's like, whatever. But, you know, we are turning 28 and, you know, 30 is right around the corner. And that is, I guess that is a technically a benchmark. But, like, so what are you going forward? Like, obviously you're going to graduate. Obviously you want to find a a job in in that field. But, like, what are some goals you have, like, in the next two years or the next, like, five years or something, stuff like that? Uh... (laughs) Get a paying job so I can be completely self-sufficient. That is, like, the only, only <laughs> goal you. on my horizon. Like, yeah. become debt-free. Like, oh, I feel you, dude. I have very lame goals. It's very sad. See, Clean. Finally finished moving into my room, which I moved September 1st, by the way. <laughs> uh, finally finished unpacking boxes and move into my room and have it be clean. Like, <laughs> These are my sad, sad little goals in life. That's not sad. It's it's basic, but that's not necessarily okay. a bad thing. I do have, like, one really awesome goal. Yeah. Which is, I want a puppy. Oh, yeah, nice. Well, you live with uh, roommates, right? Yes. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, 
I, I always worry that, like, if I ever had a pet, I'd want it to be in my own spot because I don't want, like, other people tripping over my pet or, like, having to, like, you know, I, it just seems inconvenient, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't care. I want a puppy. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, <laughs> fair play to you. I don't, it's all good to you, man. It's all good to me, man. I don't, I don't, I, uh, yeah, I mean, those are, the, but, the, like, I feel like our generation gets painted as this lazy, entitled generation, but, like, I mean, sometimes we just want the basic shit, man. Like, we don't – like, I, I don't think those are boring. I just think it's just normal. It's just basic. It's just like, hey, man, can I just, like, have a life, like a like a typical life? It's like nothing wrong with aspiring for, you know, the, the norm, I guess, if there is one. I don't know. But, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't – basically what I'm saying is I'm ready to be an 83-year-old man. Like, I'm ready to just – I'm just ready to, like – Clock in, clock out, come home, watch some TV, watch some sports on the weekends. That's uh, that's pretty much my life. I'm like, yeah, it's whatever. I'm fine with yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, to go back to like, uh, you know, people thinking millennial, our generation is lazy and everything. I was like, I work three fucking jobs in addition to all my classes. Like, you want to talk about lazy here? Yeah, we get a bad rep, um, but. Yeah, man, I I feel you on that debt free. Like I have some things I need to pay off, like my car and some other things. And I'm just like that'd be nice. And you know, uh, I love Austin. I think I've said this multiple times on the pod. I really love Austin, and uh, I'm still not a hundred percent on this being my final destination, like where I plan to like start a life, life, like really start a life. Uh, but I hope I decide that sooner rather than later. I don't know. I don't know what's missing. Yeah. You've always got a place in Boston. I've said I that know. for the last two and a half years, and you still haven't come to visit me. I'm just saying. <sighs> no, this guy for a decade, by the way, people. <sighs> anyway, I would love to live in Boston. I don't know. I've never had to experience one of their winters. But, you know, if, hell, millions of people survive it every year, I'm sure I could, I'd be fine, I guess. Uh, what are you doing the next two months? Get on a plane and come visit and find out. Uh, maybe. I don't know. No. Actually, no. I don't want to find out unless I have to. Uh, I, I, I'm i perfectly happy experiencing cold weather down here. Thank you very much. But, uh, we, uh, but yeah, I really do. I don't know. I just, I guess the answers, I'm just hoping answers come to me. Like, I'm like, eh, maybe I'll figure it out. Like, maybe one day I'll just be driving to work or, you know, just like stay in the shower, doing something random, like cooking. And then everything will click for me, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I think that's what I'll do. And I'll be like, okay, that's that's the plan now. And I'm like, huh, it just fell to me. It just came to me. Eureka moment, I guess. But, yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm, I'm optimistic. People label me a pessimist, but I'm actually secretly optimistic about, like, life. <laughs> You're a... Yes, I was secretly optimistic. That That is how I would describe you. Yeah, I just... You're just, like... A Scrooge McDuck sometimes. Yeah, I mean... It's hard to get past your little miser appearance, but you do have yeah. a heart somewhere in there. Uh, I'm told. Oh, stop it. You know you know, I have a heart. I mean... I know. I'm just kidding. Again, known this kid for 10 years and have not quit him yet. Yeah, I mean, giving you plenty of reasons to. Uh, but yeah, I mean... I guess here's the 28, man. Like, it's it's coming. I mean, it's another year. Uh, but, you know, it's been a fun year, man. It's been, it's been a, the past two years have been really fun. I mean, 
I finally got out of Louisiana. That was like I got a college degree and I finally got out of Louisiana. Those were like my two big life goals, and now I'm searching for another one. <laughs> Did you graduate on time? Or you uh, took another? You took a senior. Uh, yeah, I got six. Victory so I, lap. No, I I, uh, I would have graduated on time in May 2012, but since I got sick, uh, right. fall fall 2010. Yeah, fall 2010. I had to take that semester off of school, so I had to stay an extra semester. But yeah, I graduated. I would have graduated on time, but you know, Crohn's and shit. I just oh yeah, that's another thing. Uh, it's a uh, I was I had to get one of my infusions for my Crohn's on Friday, Friday morning, and uh, it's been ten years since with Crohn's, man. Like I was diagnosed, I think the Mardi Gras, like a little bit after Mardi Gras, uh, spring two thousand eight. Yeah, so it's been almost 10 years with Crohn's, and, uh, you know, it's it's been an adventure, I'll tell you that, man. How did I not know this? Yeah, uh, well, I don't, uh, if, uh, if, honestly, I don't talk about it. That's what looks, like, prom into, like, a completely new perspective. Yeah, I don't. You are less of a dick on prom night now. Well. That's not, I don't like that, because that's, that changes how I know you. Well, it's, honestly, I don't like to talk about it much, uh, because it is, uh, it's it's one of those cards that I keep close to my chest. I'm like, yeah, I'll talk about it, especially if someone like I've had a few people in my life come out and be like, "Hey, man, I uh, I think I might have Crohn's." And I'm like, "Oh man, that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that." And they're like, "So what is it like?" I'm like, "Well, I'm not a doctor, but I can tell you from what I know, it's different for everybody. It's some people like myself can't eat dairy. Some people can eat all the dairy in the world. Like some people can't drink. I can drink, but not like." excessively because eventually that's what kills me uh but you know it's you just gotta get plenty of sleep drink a lot of water as much as you possibly can uh but yeah i mean it's been a big factor in my life these past 10 years um but i mean it hasn't stopped me from living somewhat of a normal life you know what i'm saying like it's yeah it's it's been all right i mean it sucks i wish i didn't have it it's like the worst part of my life but i mean eh, we all have our lots in life right Mm. yeah so on that note <laughs> i hate to end it on a morbid note like that but you know it is what it is but yeah i don't like to talk about it much or it's not it's not i don't like to talk about it. it's just like it's not something like hey i'm john flores i have crohn's it's like uh it just doesn't really <laughs> my brother my brother like i remember like the first few years he was like dude you should play that card more often i'm like what he goes <laughs> Yeah, man, you could get a lot more sympathy, and you could get away with a lot more if you just be like, "Oh my Crohn's," and I'm like, "Dog, that's not how that works." Like, I'm not trying you to like. You got away with plenty. Don't listen to Kevin. Oh uh, well, you know, I could get, I could have gotten away with more. He's, I think, is no, what he said. I think I might have killed you had you tried. Yeah, well. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, no, that's not how that works. I don't want to make it a crutch or anything like that. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it is what it is, right? So. Uh yeah man this has been fun. Do you want to go to the uh the questionnaire? Yeah. All right, hold on. Let me get to the questionnaire. Why is my Microsoft Word taking forever to open? Cuz you're still using a crappy PC. I'm sorry. Did Whoa. I say that out loud? Excuse you, ma'am. Excuse you. Okay. So, all right, so this is the questionnaire. This is the last time we're going to do this questionnaire cuz it's the end of volume 2, like I said earlier. Uh, I'll have to come up with all brand new questions for next volume. Just a little housekeeping work. Uh, I'll probably probably come back in March with more episodes, but 
maybe April, depending. I need a break. I'm sorry. Like, I love doing this, but I need a break. I need, like, two months off of this because it's – it's it, I just need to re- rejuvenate my creative juices, as filthy as that sounds. But, uh, yeah. It's gonna I really be like, wish this was a video podcast because y'all would see me doing the talk, the yakety yak symbol right now. Flores is just talking and talking. Oh, God. Anyway, so yes, this is the last episode of Volume 2. Volume 3 should be back March or April, probably close to April. Uh, and we're going to be, I'm going to be having some spinoffs. Uh, there's a few in particular uh, that I really want to get off the ground. Uh, more on that to come. All right, ready for this question here? I'm ready. Okay, what was your first car? Uh, a 1997 Chevy Suburban named Big Bertha. Oh, Big Bertha. Many rides Big yes. Bertha. Yes, Big Bertha. So what happened to Big Bertha? Big Bertha, after getting her transmission and engine changed twice in the course of two months, finally succumbed to a horrible death December of 2000 and like 13, 14, somewhere around there. Yikes. So, like, she was still kicking even after I graduated college. And then I came back from New York, and she lasted, like, another year, maybe. And then she just died completely. Uh, There's no resurrecting her. That sucks. That's a good car, man. Okay. So, uh, all right, next question. Uh, what bores you, or what is the most boring thing you can think of? Golf. Watching golf. <laughs> I, would ra- I, in fact, choose to watch paint dry over golf. <laughs> See, I I'd under I understand where you're coming from, but I live in a house. My dad, my stepdad, my brother, and my mother have been known to play golf throughout. I'm the only one who doesn't. And honestly, putt 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 is a great game. <laughs> I can't watch golf. I'm sure playing it, I would feel different, but I, yeah. I can't watch my golf. My stepdad, who watches golf very frequently, especially like you know throughout the day and stuff, watches all the tournaments and stuff. Uh, since he plays golf, he would – I mean I'd watch with him and he kind of clued me in and like helped me understand what was going on. And I have to tell you, now that I understand what's going on and why this is intense and why it's a, it's an impressive athletic – why it's a, an impressive sport, athletically speaking, uh, it, I do have an appreciation for it. So I'm not bored out of my mind, but I totally understand someone who's like has no reference or context for what's going on, why golf would be boring as fuck. Yeah, I mean, my grandfather was a huge fanatic, and my grandmother still watches it. Long after my grandfather yeah. has passed away, my grandmother will still watch it. I'm just like, why? Why? Why are you torturing me? <laughs> I will say uh, one thing that I've that's developed into super boring for me that I don't think I've mentioned yet on the pod is uh, uh, HGTV and like those like home improvement and like. Oh. <laughs> It's like it's like you. Oh, HGTV. I thought you said HDTV. Oh, no, I was like, no, really no. high definition TV. No, no, no. Like, movies? Are you like, uh, like TLC and like HGTV have all those like house flipping shows and couple yeah. shows and like couples selecting houses out of like three options. I'm like, this is all fake. It's staged. None of this is real. It's superficial and dumb as fuck. Why are we watching this garbage? Like, I'm just like. Oh, my oh God. I hate reality TV. It's yeah. not boring. Well, actually, some of it's boring. I just hate it. Like it's awful. Yeah. All right. Next. Reality question. TV can just like go die in a corner somewhere. Sorry. All right. Next question. Who is your role model or role models? My mom. I know that's like weird, but it. My mom is 
huge role model. Like, she... Nothing wrong with that, man. ...is an attorney. She's a mom. Like, she's still a mom. Like, my sister got put on bed rest in week 11. Yeah. Because she was carrying twins. Shit. And my mom had to, like, tell my, tell my father, okay, you have to take care of your own law office right now. I've got to go take care of our daughter. Wow. And my mom's, like, years old. Okay, I did not just say her age on... I'll, I'll, I'll bleep Sorry. that out. I'll bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, my mom is, you know, uh, middle-aged, and, like, she's still taking care of her full-grown children. Yeah. And, like, she is extremely intelligent. Yeah. And accomplished, and she's a lawyer, and she's brilliant, She, but she also, like, started her own business with my aunt and a couple other partners when I was, like, four years old, and it's still around. Like, yeah. for a small business to still be around 28 years later, like, that's a Hey, I've been there. I think I've been there. Yeah, pretty sure I've been there. Yes, I'm pretty sure I've dragged you there a couple yeah. of times. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, that's that's. You know what? That's. I'll, I'll be honest. It's a very standard answer, but there's nothing wrong with that. Like parents, parents should. Well, I don't know about should, but it's it's nice to hear when a parent is a role model because there are tons of shitbag parents out there that like. It's good that there are parents being role models still. You know what I'm saying? It's, not, it's, it's boring. It's like, yeah. I could, like, say a celebrity or a politician, but it's like, I don't know them. They don't really have any direct influence over my life besides, you know, making me angry from time to time. Obama's, with their stupidity oh, and bullshit. Obama's one of my role models. I, 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 President like, Obama. Yes, President Obama. Former President Obama. Uh, he... I don't know him. I, I don't. No, 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 you I, don't need the former. You do not lose your title once you have left the office. Like President Nixon. Although I don't know if President Nixon count, counts because he resigned. Yeah, well, yeah, he resigned, but he's also dead. So who the hell cares? Uh, but <laughs> well, like President Clinton is still President Clinton. President Reagan was President Reagan before he died. President Bush Senior was still President Bush Senior before he passed away recently, right? Like I'm not no, crazy. they're still alive. They're still. Okay. Uh, it's Reagan. Uh, Bush Senior, Clinton, Bush Junior. I think Obama are the only ones still alive. Uh, but no, like I not I, Reagan. Reagan died. Reagan yeah, died Reagan like several said, years ago. Yeah, Reagan died very. President Reagan, sorry. Yeah. Uh, look, I don't know President Obama. I don't expect to ever meet him or really get to know him at all. But from what I've seen and what I've experienced, uh, he's a role model of mine. Like I, mm. I think he, I want to believe he's genuine and like wants good things is he perfect no nobody is but i i honestly count him as a role model i would also second president obama with uh steve gleason and bill and melinda gates yeah yeah those are great steve gleason it's really awesome he has a sense of humor about things like he's so awesome dude well not only that but they like he started no white flags like he he took his adversity and he turned it into helping others. Like, it wasn't just about, like, his disease and what he was going through, but he wanted to help others who were doing the same. Like, he used yeah. his power for good. Yeah. And, like, Bill and Melinda Gates do that, too. Like, they have the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation where they're combating AIDS in Africa. Like, it's truly tremendous. Like, people who have those money have that power and resources and, like, actually using it for the force of good. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, Can y'all tell I like Batman as my favorite superhero? Oh lord, you're one of those. Uh, okay. Looks Spidey. <laughs> All right, next question. If a super anatomic <laughs> spider bit me, I'd be a pretty good superhero too. 
All right, next question. Uh, <laughs> we don't have time for I'm gonna that. I'm going to start a fight right now. It's going to be great. Shark diving, bungee jumping, or skydiving? Okay, when I saw that question, I was just like, no, 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 no. Oh man. I do not like falling from heights. No, 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 no. And All I'm right. not gonna swim with a shark. You just crazy. I don't care how steel enforced that cage is. How many movies well, have you seen where they just tear apart the cage? I'm uh-uh. with you on that one. There's no way I'd ever do uh, shark diving. Uh, I I may 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 like I like rock climbing. So you there's a slight slight mm, tiny itty bitty mist. You're like can't really see. You need like a microscope really powerful. Maybe do bungee jumping, but like, nah. Uh, all right. Kate and the falling, not so much. <laughs> uh, you said you're allergic to caffeine. I was not aware of this, but, I mean, do you, you don't drink soft drinks or sodas at all? Uh, I drink ginger ale. I drink Sprite. I drink Fanta. Anything caffeine-free. I like root beer. Okay. See, I like Barks, but that has caffeine in it, so. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Barks has caffeine in it. Trust me. Yes, it is. Google that shit. Barks has caffeine in it. Trust me. IBC doesn't. Well, I like Abita, and Abita does not. So, yeah, Abita is too much sugar. I feel like it's just pure. Just, I mean, yeah, it's it's raw cane sugar, and it's like it's too much. But you know, uh, I'm down with the root beer. I I love root beer as well. Uh, Yeah. Well, I I drink a lot of tea. I drink a lot of like seltzer like that flavored seltzer water that everyone's like been drinking lately yeah that lacroix or lacroix whatever the fuck that is lacroix lacroix that one sure lacroix well uh, up here we have polar i drink polar water a lot it's really good um yeah but like soft drinks i like fanta i like ginger ale i like root beer and sprite every like once a month if when I, i will go to the movie and i will treat myself to a coke icy because damn that shit is good I had a yeah. caffeine-free Coke the other day, and it was heaven. <laughs> I had my uh, my Tia Dora and Tia Mario, my uh, my aunt and uncle on my dad's side. Uh, I, I always they uh, my Tia my Tio Mario uh, has a his his heart condition, so he couldn't he couldn't have caffeine either, right? So I just always remember going over there, be like, they would always have caffeine-free Coke, and I'm like, oh, this stuff's not that bad. Like, I mean. It sucks because it doesn't have caffeine in it, but you know, uh, for a healthy alternative, I suppose, healthy in quotation marks, not that bad. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, okay, let's say you you work all the time, you're going to school. Let's say for whatever reason, like tomorrow or well, you know, or let's pick a nice sunny Boston day like in May or June or July or something like that. Let's just say you got like a random afternoon off. What, what would you do? And I can go outside. <laughs> and, you can, and you can do whatever you want, you know, just have at it, man. What would you do? Uh, I really enjoy, like, during the summer, going kayaking on the Charles. It is so much fun. Yeah. Uh, I also really like the Boston Tea Party Museum. I think it's one of my favorite museums in Boston. It is so kitschy, but, like, I love history, and yeah. so any history museum is my favorite. And, like, this one, you actually get to go on the boats and, like, throw tea overboard. <laughs> I think that's, like, the best thing ever. Nice. Um, just walking around the Esplanade and on the Charles and on Boston Commons and then the Public Garden. I love going to make way for Duckling statue in the Public Garden. Yeah, They're yeah, just yeah, adorable. Yeah. And the Parks Department. 
uh, we'll change their, we'll give them hats every season. And so, like, right now, it's Santa hats. And, like, now they have, like, their winter hats and scarves. Yeah. Uh, so the ducklings will get dressed up. And then I also like the MFA. The MFA is a beautiful museum. So is the Stuart, uh, Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum. Okay. And I really like it because, like, this was a woman's private collection in her mansion in the middle of Boston on the Fenway Greens. You can, like, see Fenway Park from the mansion. Like, it's literally a 10-minute walk to Fenway. And it's, like, tons of different artwork. And it's, like, famous artists and unknown artists. And, like, she has them all together in a way that's extremely interesting and like you don't know who did what painting because that's how she wanted it to be like she wanted you to just appreciate the work nice and that, not the notoriety of the person who painted it who sounds, painted it or did it well that sounds awesome i think uh we might this this question might spill over to the next question but uh so what do you love the most about your town and what do you hate the most about your town i love that there's so much to do and like it's a kind of like neighborhood feel like everyone's so proud of their neighborhood and so happy like where they live and where they're from and like they'll tell you like everything like that are specific to those certain neighborhoods and what you should go do and mm-hmm. everything that's going on it's just like there's so much to do there's so much i love the fact that it's the birthplace of the american revolution like i love history yeah and so like going i love walking the freedom trail i take everybody who comes to visit me to walk the freedom trail mm. and the one thing i hate about my town is the cold yeah the weather i knew the weather was coming <laughs> i hate the wind chill the wind chill is the worst like i can deal with the cold i love the snow i hate the wind chill especially if i'm waiting for the mbta yeah which doesn't show up like i have waited 30 minutes 40 minutes for a bus i was supposed to be there 30 and 40 minutes ago and yeah. it still hasn't shown up and i'm like i dying i'm gonna get hypothermia and die here on this corner damn yeah i think that's that's pretty much what i expected like there's a lot of cultures a lot of things to do in boston but the fucking weather sucks just the wind chill like the weather itself is fine like the last two years we've had pretty mild winters this winter is really bad though yeah or it's getting bad like if you talk to bostonians they're like oh it's not that bad but like it's 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 gonna get worse yeah uh, like global warming's <laughs> not a joke, folks. It's gonna get worse before it gets better. All right. Uh, oh, I'm very curious about this one. Have you ever used a pickup line, and or has one ever been used on you? I have. Okay, so I've been like, rat, you sent these questions to me like what two days ago, and I've been like trying to figure it out, and like I know, I know someone has used it on me. Like it. Okay. It's just like I think, but like I'm also. You're fairly confident. The world. Yeah, you're fairly I'm, confident. I'm, I'm fairly confident that someone has used a pickup line on me, whether I've realized it or not, is a different question. What, 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 do you remember what it was, or do you remember like, or you just remember it was a pretty cheesy one? Like I can't remember it. I can't uh, remember any. Like I can't. Like my brain sucks. My memory sucks so much, but I can't <laughs> even remember anything. Uh, what's a good one that I've? I use high a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, a pretty, I'm the kind yeah. of person, like, in case y'all can't tell, I'm the kind of person that will just go up and introduce myself to people. Yeah. <laughs> um, I usually challenge them to a game of pool. That's how I pick people up. But, yeah. Uh, let me see. What, what's a good one I've ever used? Uh, I, won't, I haven't used a lot. I, uh... Oh, man. I don't know. I See, I... 
pickup line seems so cheesy to me, but like, <laughs> I will tell you what I have done. I've played grenade or I've played wingman to a lot of my friends because I, for better or for worse, I'm willing to like go talk to a girl for like to go start the conversation, you know, and like got the conversation started so my boy can work his way in and like. I've definitely, you know, fallen on a few grenades, uh, as classless as that sounds. That's just how it goes. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Uh, I've done that no, a lot. I can still hate the player. Yeah. <laughs> I can still hate his actions. Hey, look, look, I I was trying to be selfless, all right? <laughs> anyway. I see stickers in the background. Look, I wasn't happy. Again, if this was a video podcast, you would see my eyes roll. Yeah, I, I'm not proud of myself, um... But some things need to be done to help to make sure your boy has a good time. Anyway, last question. Uh, yeah, I remember his wingman in high school. Wasn't pretty, guys. <laughs> He's not that good of a wingman. I'm an A-class wingman. Thank you very much. Uh, mm. The sheer perseverance. You knew that was fucking ten years ago, all right? Calm down. <laughs> okay, last question. Right. Dream vacation. Unlimited budget, uh, unlimited time. Where are you going? Argentina. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, Buenos Aires, then Mendoza. Oh, man. I want to be on the beach and in the mountains, same day, in wine country. Talk about history and culture. Argentina. Nice. Hands down. I also want to go to Italy and Greece and, you know, Paris mm. and things like that. I've been to London now, which is super exciting. But Argentina, hands down, if I have, if I won the lotto tomorrow... I'm buying me a plane ticket to Argentina. Nice. Never been. Uh, me either. Let's go. No, yeah, sure. Let's let's just. So you talk about goals and plans. <laughs> I will. I will say that. So before I left for London last year, I'd always had the plan that because I'd never been out of the country before, and so I promised myself that on my thirtieth birthday I would either be in Argentina or on a plane to Argentina. And like, even though now I've already left the country once. That's still, like, that's on my list. Like, I'm doing that. So maybe we should plan it for our 30th. Yeah. It'll take the edge off of, you know, being old. 30's not old. 50 is the start of I old. I know. 50 is the start of old. Okay. I, I mean, I agree, but, like, you know, everybody else is like, oh, we're going to be 30. I was like, y'all need to calm down. 30 is great. 30 flirty and thriving, people. Didn't that <laughs> anyone see that movie? <laughs> All right. <laughs> On that note, uh, Bartels, thank you for doing this. I appreciate your. Co- I always appreciate uh, talking to you. Uh, you know how much I love you. Uh, you should call me more often. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm, Don't you sigh and be exasperated with me. You I'm, know I'm right. I'm a shitbag friend, and you know I, I. I. This has just been me like putting it out in the world how big of a dick I am. So. Uh, but I, but I am glad you did this and I'm, I'm glad, you know, if I could do a little bit, uh, overall, I'm, this was a good, this is a good volume and I really liked doing this. I really want to thank all my guests for coming on, especially Bartels. And, you know, I want to thank, uh, I thank anyone listening and subscribing and, you know, just listening. I really do appreciate it. Uh, it means a lot. Uh, and any feedback, I love that as well. Uh, although no negative feedback, we don't tolerate negativity, uh, on this pod. Anyway, uh, Bartels, thank you so much. I know it's late. God, it's almost 11 over there uh, in Boston. Uh, but, yeah, thank you. I really do appreciate it. And, obviously, this will go out Wednesday. And let me be the first to say happy birthday, Bartels. 
Happy birthday, Flores. All right. Uh, I wish you good night, and I love you. I'll talk to you later. I'll probably text you. I'll, I'll definitely call love you. Too. I'll text you or call you on your uh, on Thursday. All right. All right. Will do. Bye. 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 Hey guys, this is John uh, again. I know I just signed off on this last episode of Volume Two, but I neglected to mention when I recorded with Bartels that a pretty significant death happened on Monday. Um, it may not mean a lot to everybody, but it does mean a lot to me. Um, Dolores O'Riordan passed away at 46 on Monday, and. If you're familiar with her, if you're not, I mean, if you grew up in the 90s like I did, or you were just, you know, a big fan of 90s music, she was the lead singer of The Cranberries. And she sang and co-wrote probably my single favorite song of all time in all of music, uh, Dreams. And I love that song. I never get tired of hearing it. And I just thought, uh, out of respect for her, because from all reports, she was a very lovely human being and she was a very um charitable decent brilliant woman as a send off to her um and a slight you know minor birthday present to myself i think we're gonna ride out with a little bit of dreams by the cranberries again one of my favorite my favorite song of all time so thanks for listening again thank you for everyone who listened to this volume two and anyone who supports the pod in any way i really do appreciate it um and thank you again Uh, Enjoy. Bye.